Welcome to the Soul Bodied Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Kinkela. As an entrepreneur, it's easy to get caught up in all the strategies, funnels, mindset hacks, and all the doing. And while strategies are important, success in entrepreneurship ultimately depends on you and how you are being within yourself and in your business. In this space, we explore how to alchemize your internal world and go deeper than mindset. We dive into topics like conscious leadership, embodiment, spirituality, and leading from a place of wholeness and belonging within as you expand into quantum level energetic soul embodiment. Welcome back, everyone. I know that it's been quite some time since I've released a new episode, and you may have noticed if you've been following me and the past iteration of this podcast that, you know, there's been a lot of changes over here at Anna Kinkela. And so I just wanted to really briefly speak to some of those changes before we dive into this week's episode. In the past couple of months, I've gone through just a overhaul, a complete rebrand. And while I am doing very similar work, I'm really just focusing my work on you know, helping, guiding, elevating female entrepreneurs. And the reason for this shift and change is that, you know, one of the elements that I was really noticing, the pattern that I was seeing was that I was actually primarily working with female entrepreneurs and that those were the folks who were most attracted to my work and most pulled towards my work. And I also love, love, love working with female entrepreneurs. I love working with expanders. I love working with people who are pushing against, you know, their conditioning and against what other people think is possible and really creating something, using their creative energy and bringing something forth into the world. So it's something that I'm passionate about, something that I love doing in my journey And I love mentoring other women who are desiring or are already doing that on their journey. So just really, this has been such a huge energetic shift for me. And even though the work that I'm doing is essentially the same, focusing my work in this way has felt so good to me. And I'm just really excited to see how this podcast develops, how it grows, Um, and, you know, just see how this energy unfolds because I never truly know I'm mostly going off of my own intuitive nudge and, um, deeper knowing within myself of what feels right in the moment. So that's what feels right in this moment. And that's what feels embodied for me. And, you know, that's really what I'm doing in the world right now. So I just really am grateful for you if you've been listening to me um, in the past that you're joining me again and tuning in. And if you're new to this podcast, you know, all of the information that I shared prior to this episode is still going to be really relevant because I'm still talking about really how to alchemize your internal world for expansion. And you are a leader whether you are an entrepreneur or whether you have a traditional nine to five kind of career, um, whether you're a mom, whether you're a sister, a mother, whoever you are, you are a leader. You make impact through your presence. So that is still a huge tenant of mine. Um, and that being said, you know, if you're not an entrepreneur, this podcast is still going to be helpful to you because the things that I'm talking about here are very relevant to our life as well, because the things that show up in our life also show up in our business. Um, and, you know, a lot of the information that I share on here is also going to be really relevant for entrepreneurs specifically. And the guests that I'm going to be inviting on um, all somehow tie back into how does this relate to your journey in entrepreneurship? How does 
how can you use this information to alchemize what's going on within you so that you can expand out and externally expand what you're receiving and who you are being. So whoever you are, um, you are welcome here as long as the information feels um, good to you and as long as you are receiving something from this. Um, And I'm just so excited to receive your feedback on how this new energy is feeling to you um, and any suggestions that you have. So I'm super excited to dive into this week's episode and thank you for being here with me. Welcome to episode 21 of the Soul Bodied Entrepreneur. I'm really excited to dive into how you can become your future self in today's episode. I really love talking about this topic because I think that there's a lot of misconceptions about what this phrase actually means, at least in the way that I define it. And I really want to redefine the spirit of this phrase. Oftentimes what I see with the entrepreneurs that I work with is that they're really stuck in this constant hamster wheel of trying to become this person they see in the future. And they have all these dreams, they have all these aspirations Um, they know that they have to quote unquote, be this different woman in order to receive those things. And I constantly see them getting so tripped up about, well, how do you become this person? How do you get yourself to this point where you are actually living and breathing as this woman? And I've definitely battled with this a lot myself It's something that I've noticed within myself where there's almost like a chasing of becoming this person who has all these positive emotions, who like has everything that she desires in her life. And while all of that is wonderful and beautiful, I want to bring it back to the core of what this internal work is actually about and what it actually takes to really become this woman that is receiving everything that she desires. We live in such a fixed culture and that's definitely replicated in the personal development industry. We always want to fix. We want to find the quickest way to get from point A to point B. And in the process, you actually end up losing yourself because Most people, to get from point A to point B, hustle their way, do all the things, listen to all the gurus, and they actually separate away from their own internal knowing in order to get to an external goal. Now, for some people, this works, and they actually reach their goal. They get to point B, and they have quote unquote, everything that they desire, and yet they are unhappy. And then for others, they might never get to point B because they're constantly in the chase of this image and this vision of who this woman is. And so this is why I find this work to be so important and why I think it's important for us to talk about what it means to become the future self Because a lot of the time, people devise this future self from a place that's actually not coming from within them. In other words, we're replicating what we think we should want instead of tuning into what we actually want. There's a focus on the external image versus like the internal feeling of what is it that you're actually experiencing in your life and how can you allow yourself to feel that in your life? So, you know, Instagram is actually a perfect place, right? 
Instagram, we post all the perfect pictures. You see all of the entrepreneurs who are like taking constant vacations and living this glamorous lifestyle. And maybe that is what you want. And that's beautiful. That's fine. Um, More power to you. And I don't think that that's everyone's dream, but it feels like everyone's dream ends up being that. And I just feel like a lot of that comes from people's external desire to feel abundance in their life without doing the internal work to actually feel that within themselves. So you can arrive at point B and have all of the external abundance around you, but still not feel it internally. And this is so, so typical of our culture is that we seek everything externally from us instead of finding it within ourselves. So this isn't to say like external abundance is bad. Like, no, it's not. But in order for you to actually receive what you desire, you have to feel it internally. Because if you don't feel it, it doesn't matter what you have externally. Your internal world is what ultimately creates satisfaction, happiness, abundance, and contentment. So most everyone, most every entrepreneur I've ever seen, and some of the patterns that I've witnessed in myself, is that there's always this chase for the external goal. Instead of really focusing on the internal environment so that the external goal can really manifest for you in your life. So when I talk about, you know, becoming your future self, your future self is not this perfect person that doesn't have flaws, that doesn't have bad days, that, you know, doesn't still struggle with the same things that you're struggling with today. No, she's actually you, but a more embodied version of you a more authentic version of you. And the difference between where you are and where you desire to be is how you are within yourself and how much you trust yourself and how much you accept yourself. And that's really the only difference. Sometimes we put that future self on this pedestal and There's a sense of overwhelm that can happen in that space. You're envisioning this goal that feels so far away to your current self. And it just means that you're really not connecting with the soul of who you are and with the soul of your mission and with the essence of what it is that you actually desire. What if you started to actually shift into your internal world and really started to shift into thinking about What are the things within me that's preventing me from feeling like this future woman right in this moment? What are the thoughts? What are the feelings that make me feel disconnected from that future self right now? Because I'll tell you something, becoming your future self is actually you just becoming more you. You are already her in this very moment as you are listening to this. You're already her. There's no doubt about that. You carry her in every cell of your body. It's about learning how to actually activate those cells so that she is embodied within you in the present moment. And a lot of that has to do with, one... Not treating those thoughts and emotions that feel like get in the way from you feeling like this future woman as enemies. They are not your enemies. When we make our thoughts and our emotions, the ones that are uncomfortable for us, the enemy, we're basically rejecting ourselves. We're rejecting our own truth, right? That it's not about wiping these emotions off the board, that it's actually about energetically alchemizing them so you can rise into the next level of your embodiment. 
of your authentic self. Because even when you get there, wherever there is, because there's truly no arrival, that future self is still going to struggle. She's still going to feel bad about herself in moments. She's still going to have hard days. Her life is not going to be perfect because you're a human being and life is not perfect, right? There are cycles in our lives. There's natural ups and downs, and they are there because they teach us. They give us what we need in order to move on into the next space in our life journey and our business journey. So, you know, the purpose of really identifying this disconnection between the thoughts and emotions that you're having now and the thoughts and emotions that you desire to have is more about you learning how to work with them, learning how to embrace them and understand why they are there. Because the only difference between you and the future self that has what she desires, is that she knows how to be within herself in a different way. She knows those thoughts and feelings come up and that they're coming up for a reason because they're there to help her to get to the next level of her leadership growth. They're not there to stump her. They're not there to prevent her. They are there to help her. They are there to protect her. And sometimes those parts are right. Sometimes you do need to be protected, right? And so when we can establish that kind of relationship within ourselves, and trust me, this is a lifelong journey. Again, you don't arrive at perfection because as human beings, we are wired to not want to have discomfort. But the more that you can flow in this discomfort and recognize these parts of yourself as protectors that are here to do something for you, that are actually here as an energetic opportunity for you to shift into an opening within yourself that allows that authentic you to shine through into the world, then you change the whole game for you. You ascend much quicker. And I know we all want things to be quick in our lives. And so what I mean by quicker is that the less you reject yourself and the more you meet yourself, the more authentically you, you are just by definition. How can you be authentically yourself when you yourself are telling parts of you that they're not good enough, that they shouldn't be seen, that they shouldn't be heard? How is it going to ever feel safe for you to then come out to the world, to then come out in your business and say, hey, this is me. This is who I am with all my imperfections, with all my beauty, with all the mess, with all of it, right? And being embodied in your authentic self has everything to do with you being able to be with your discomfort, Because that's never going to go away. Your discomfort is always going to be there. And discomfort is one of the core pillars to me in entrepreneurship. Because I can tell you, if you can sit in your discomfort, you will succeed in entrepreneurship. If you can commit to being in the discomfort and finding some level of flow in the discomfort as you ride that wave, you are going to be just fine. It's not going to be easy but you are going to get to where you desire to go. And, you know, there is this illusion that there is a point A and a point B. And certainly there are pillars, goals that you want to reach in your business. And that's fine. It's good to have a goal. It's good to have an aim. Um, It's good to have intention towards something that's important. It creates the structure. But you also have to be willing to let go of the outcome have the intention, work towards it, take action towards it, and then also surrender to the process because ultimately you don't have as much control as you think you do. And when you start to erase the expectation in your mind that there is an arrival point, which again is sometimes a lifelong journey because we're so used to thinking that way, then it's going to be much more easeful for you to find the future self within you in the present moment, that she is you now, 
that you keep on walking towards her in every moment, right? Through your whole life until you reach the end of your life, right? That ascension, ascending in your leadership and really shifting your energetic container to hold more, to hold more of you, to hold more of your abundance, to hold, you know, more of what you desire in your life is a lifelong journey. And this whole journey in entrepreneurship is, you know, they say this a lot, but it's the best personal development journey you'll be on in your life. And that's very true um, because you have to face yourself so much. And this is the part that I think entrepreneurs get lost in the most, that strategy can't fix for them, that nothing can actually fix for them except for learning that they don't actually have to fix anything, but learn how to love themselves and accept themselves and learn to touch into joy, abundance, and all of those beautiful feelings in the present moment. Don't wait to feel a certain way because it's not going to bring you the thing that you desire. If you wait to feel a certain way, you're going to be waiting for a very long time. Even if you get, you know, the external things that you desire, and certainly there's plenty of entrepreneurs who hustle and work and work and work, and they get to their financial goal, right? They get to the thing that they've, the point B that they were aiming for, but they often don't feel really fulfilled or really happy, or they don't receive the feelings that they were hoping for. And, you know, you've probably heard this quite a bit because it's, it's kind of a cultural narrative that, you know, money doesn't buy you happiness, certainly buys you a lot. But ultimately, if you don't have your own internal feeling of abundance within you on board, having abundance around you isn't going to get through your heart center, right? And so money can do a lot of amazing things. It can help in so many ways, and it is important. And I want every single person on this planet to have all of the abundance that they desire, because that is our birthright. And you need to be able to feel it in order to accept it into your being, And if you've lived your life in a way that you've rejected yourself over and over again, what's going to make you feel like you can accept that, right? Really feel that. And so I think this is at the core of every single struggle that entrepreneurs have. If entrepreneurs were able to just turn towards themselves and do the work, do the internal work, they could energetically transmute and alchemize anything within them to help them rise into their next energetic level. Not because they're chasing anything, right? But because they are actually desiring desiring to meet themselves, desiring to see who they really are and to allow that process to shine their true light out. But there's so much comparison, there's so much doubt, there's so much fear, there's so many of these things that pop up in our ego mind, right? And our ego mind wants to protect us, right? But it's kind of like the overprotective parent. It's really up to us to discern when our ego is protecting us for a good reason and when our ego is overprotecting us because it doesn't think we can handle it. A lot of the internal work about turning towards yourself is actually about teaching the ego that you are the highest self and that that self is able to stand on its own. It's able to protect the core of you and that there's nothing to be afraid of. But we have to teach that to the ego. We have to experience that within ourselves so that we can actually feel embodied. And as you're listening, you can know all of this information, right? You can know all of it in your head, but if you don't feel it in your body, there's going to be a disconnect in how you walk in the world. 
What you experience, you embody. What you know in your mind can be helpful to a certain extent. And then it always fails you in the end because the mind can take you only so far. It's what you feel in the body, which is what sticks and what creates the difference in where you are walking and who you are being every single day. So I really want you to ask yourself the bigger question. Am I chasing an external goal and avoiding the internal work that's required for me to get there? Am I rejecting parts of myself because I'm afraid that if they were seen by others, that I wouldn't be loved or liked, that I wouldn't succeed, that I would fail? Am I trying to find quick fixes to my problem in business? Am I trying to shortcut my way into this external goal without actually checking in with my intuition and listening and taking the time to listen to what shows up there? And I ask all these questions because we don't ask these questions enough in our business. We don't allow ourselves to create space to actually listen and be. There is so much pressure in the entrepreneurial world to get to six figures in however many days, use the most effective strategy to get X amount of clients. And all of that's fine and beautiful and good if you have the being on board, if you have the container on board, the energetic container that can hold that. You can only really apply the structure when you know what's in alignment with you. And most entrepreneurs out there are always in the doing that really there's no time to even reflect on what's going on within me, what actually feels right to me. And entrepreneurs are in this cycle of dishonoring themselves and their bodies and what they truly need, their rest, their play, their pleasure in order to achieve the external goal. And I've never found for any entrepreneur that it's gotten them there any quicker by just doing, doing, doing without stopping. Some people for sure make it happen and that's great for them. Um, But I think you have a choice. You have a choice in how you want to be in your life and in your business. And the choice is really about your quality of life. And what are you actually here to do in the world? Are you here to just push through every day and, you know, make shit happen, quote unquote, and then arrive at that goal and feel exactly the same way you did before you reached that goal? Or are you here to claim your birthright, to claim your joy, your pleasure, your abundance, and actually feel that in your experience? So I usually see entrepreneurs at two places. They've either done a lot of the doing and they've reached their goal, whatever it is, and they're either successful but not feeling happy and not feeling abundant, even though they have abundance, or they've reached some kind of energetic plateau and they find they can't push past a certain point, um, whether it's monetarily or you know whatever in their vision, because they've been so focused on the doing They've gotten lost in that and don't even know what their alignment means, what alignment feels like, what energetically feels good to them. Or I work with entrepreneurs who are struggling to get to point B and they keep going on the hamster wheel and they actually never feel like they can reach their goal and they're doing all the things and throwing spaghetti against the wall, but nothing is sticking and it's because they aren't slowing down and actually listening and doing and being in their internal world, not the external world. So, you know, wherever you are on that spectrum, becoming the future self is all about recognizing who you really are past, past all of the conditioning, past all of the shoulds, past all of the, you know, desires that aren't really yours, 
but that culture has put on you as something that you should desire. And this is actually a pretty fascinating thing to think about because oftentimes I see people wanting all of these external things, but when they actually tune in within them and really listen to their own truth, what they find might not actually be as glamorous as parts of their ego want it to be, right? Sometimes our ego actually takes control of our desires and tells us a story of what we want and what we desire. And when we get there, we actually figure out, oh, this isn't actually even what I want. And so you might even be chasing something that the soul part of you doesn't actually even desire. And that's okay. There's a lot of pressure in the social media era where we post, you know, pictures of us in mansions and sailboats and doing all of the glamorous things. And, you know, I think on one hand, it's wonderful to know that, you know, anyone can achieve anything, right? If you put your mind to it, if you really put yourself in the space of the co-creator with the universe. And, you know, the truth is, is that not everyone wants that. And maybe someone's abundance looks different. And what makes one person happy is not going to make the other person happy. And that's okay. Our abundance does not have to look the same way. So, you know, the question I also pose in the space is, Are your desires actually your own or are they also coming from a place of the should, from a place of the ego? And what would happen if you listened to your soul? What would your soul actually say it needed? How are you attaching to certain identities or, you know, certain social symbols of outward success? And why is it important for you, for others to see that you are successful in this way. There's a lot of things to consider here, right? There's a lot of things to unpack. And if you want all those things that are in the pictures and that's what your soul truly desires, then beautiful, go for it. You can get there. But it's more of the challenge of asking, what is soul desire? What is ego desire? And how can I actually align with my soul desire? How can I tap into that? So becoming the future self is as much about turning inwardly towards yourself, accepting all of yourself, learning how to energetically alchemize those discomforts, those, you know, uncomfortable thoughts and feelings into allowing you to expand into into the next level of your becoming, as it is about regularly touching into your soul, your limitlessness, through meditation, through play and pleasure practices, through whatever lights your soul on fire, right? And really allowing that voice, the soul voice inside of you to become stronger and stronger, so that you hear her above all of the noise in your head, about all of the expectations, about all of the social standards and external visible signs of success, right? What is it that your soul is actually thirsting for? And it could be a little cottage in a forest, and that could actually be your soul desire. And that would be beautiful. So, you know, it's, it's about nurturing both of those sides, strengthening that soul voice within you so that she becomes so loud that you can see the navigation, you can see the way, you can feel her in your body so that your choices aren't that hard to make. And it's also learning how to be with the discomfort, the uncomfortable within you and learning how to alchemize those obstacles, those stuck points, and how to make those parts of us feel safe to move forward and to trust the soul that lies within each and every one of us. And I think it's important to note that 
you know, when we trust soul vision, when we trust that voice, when we, we hear her clearly, it doesn't make it any easier to take the leaps that she asks you to take because parts of your ego are going to be screaming no matter how much work you do with them. They're going to be screaming and resisting and telling you all the reasons why you trusting your soul is a really bad idea because you could lose all your money. You're not going to, you know, ever find love or, you know, your business is going to fail, whatever the story is, right? All of the fears that come up when you make a really tough decision. But it's always really coming back to the deep trust and knowing that your highest self has your best interest at heart and that the messages that you're receiving from her are there for a reason. And what she's communicating to you is the pathway into becoming your future self because she's teaching you how you can be in alignment. And alignment is really about, you know, knowing how alignment feels in your body and then knowing what shifts, changes, choices, decisions that you make in your everyday, how they are going to bring you back into alignment. And you know, the creature comforts of what we hold dear, whether they be relationships, jobs, um, clients, programs in our business, right there, there are those things that have created a lot of safety where we know how those things work. We know how to function in that space. And oftentimes becoming your future self is about And it's not oftentimes, it's actually always the future self becoming the future self and embodying her is about making the choices that are going to make your ego parts super uncomfortable. It's about taking the big leaps that are going to make your ego parts very uncomfortable. And it requires a deep level of trust. And that happens through practice. That happens through you connecting with your soul on a regular level, getting to know her, getting to know what she feels like taking smaller steps and learning that she does really have your best interest at heart. And then you just have to make the choice to leap and trust the universe, the soul, instead of trusting safety. If you're not taking risks in your business, if you're not taking big leaps in your business, if you're not operating on the edge of your fear in your business, then you are not in alignment. I can guarantee you that because your business will always stretch you. When you are in discomfort, that means that you are growing. So, you know, I want to invite you to reflect on what are the messages that you are receiving from your soul about your business, about your life, things that you need to cut out, things that you need to leave behind and opportunities that you need to seize, coaches that you need to hire, programs that you need to create. And why are you not taking action? Right? Like what is stopping you? What part of you is so afraid that it's grasping onto you so tightly. And how can you turn towards that part of you that feels so scared and meet its needs and have that part meet the self, meet the highest self and learn for itself how powerful that light within you is. And that that light within you will not guide you in the wrong direction. Because it's your truth. So how can you help your human parts meet your soul? How can you help them understand what the soul is really here to help you do? Once they do, once they unburden what they've been carrying with them for so long, the ways that they've protected you for so long, the road forward It's not easy, right? But it is more easeful. It is more easeful. And when you live in alignment with your truth and you let that core, bright, shining, beautiful part 
of you shine through, then you get to both feel abundant and have abundance. Feel joy and see joy around you. Feel love and experience love outside of you. It's all dependent on your internal world. If you don't feel it in the heart, you won't see it externally. And if you do see it externally and you don't feel it in the heart, then what's the point? So I'm just inviting you today to reflect on some of these questions that I asked through the podcast. And if you are finding yourself chasing chasing a monetary goal, chasing an external goal, I really encourage you to connect back within yourself and get out of the hamster wheel and just truly shift into learning how to lead from your wholeness. And that is when you will become quite naturally without having to chase anything. If you want to change your reality, you have to get your heart on board. Your heart has to be involved in the process. And, you know, this is a huge part that we talk about with manifestation, right? So when it comes to alignment, when it comes to really feeling the feelings you desire to feel in the future now, it is about learning how to connect the heart center right now, learning how to really feel the things you desire to feel right now. And one of the tools that I use with my clients and that I also use myself is quantum meditation. And quantum meditation is typically used for manifestation. And that is really a beautiful way um, to bring the things that you desire into your present day. And one of the things that quantum meditation does on an unconscious level is it reprograms the mind and the body to vibrate at the frequency of your desires in the present moment. So every cell in your body is really getting shifted energetically to rise to the level of what you are visualizing and what you are seeing for yourself in your future. And this work is so important because it does get you off the hamster wheel. It gets you into the space where you are actually feeling, experiencing, seeing that future that you are, that you are becoming, being brought into your present moment. And it's all about bringing the body there because when your body can experience it, when your body can be in that space, that's when you really start to attract those things into your life very naturally without having to think about it all the time, without having to work harder, right? You get to just really practice being within yourself and teaching your body what it's like to be in the future. And those opportunities naturally get attracted to you. So quantum meditation is a very deep form of meditation. And it takes you into the quantum realm, which is really the space where you have unlimited possibilities, where you're no thought, no thing, no one, and no time. You just get to create and feel the power of your being and feel what it feels like to be that unlimited soul that already rests inside of you. In the quantum space, you really get to tap into your unlimited potential. You receive intuitive downloads in that space. And, you know, for most of us in the everyday living, right, in the everyday, the the space that we're in all the time in our human mind, We get so caught up and tied to and attached to our identities. And that's just what it means to be a human being, right? It's part of our human experience. But what happens in quantum meditation is that we're actually able to rise into the space where we don't feel attached to those identities, where we don't see ourselves as the human with all the worries, with all the concerns, where we actually get to experience 
our whole body and being as an intricate interweaving part of the limitless cosmos that is out there. And that really is our natural state. That is who we are. But when we're in our human experience, we don't see that. We don't recognize that. So this quantum meditation helps you really become one with universal consciousness. And it helps you to tap into portals and realities that your human mind doesn't think is actually possible for you. But you're able to see those possibilities in the quantum realm. You're able to feel what it feels like to be in that reality. And then you're able to choose to walk towards that future self. And when you tune into that future reality, when you open up that portal in this quantum space, in the realm of unlimited possibilities, you are leaving behind a pathway of energy that's continually directing your body, your mind into entering that portal in your everyday life. So when you see people do incredible things, when you see people change their lives completely, this is available to you too. It takes a lot of intention. It takes a lot of presence within yourself. It takes a lot of really choosing, making the hard choices and doing the internal work, accessing the quantum realm for you to open your heart and feel what it is that you desire now. And the more that you do that, the more you align yourself with your soul vibration, the more you make choices that are in alignment with your soul vibration, the more you walk on that pathway towards the portal that opens that door that helps you walk through to the other side. So I highly, highly recommend that your spiritual practice involves quantum meditation because it is really powerful and it does really shift the cells in your body to resonate at that energetic frequency. And business to me is so much about energy. Yes, it's about strategy. Yes, it's about marketing, but that is such a small percentage of the work. Really, it's about the internal world, how you show up, what you believe is possible for you. Because when you believe amazing things are possible for you, you eventually walk into them. You make them your reality. It takes persistence. It takes you showing up consistently. And it takes that unwavering belief in yourself, in your soul, and making the hard choices that help you align with that. So choose yourself. Choose your vision. Choose your highest calling Really choose the the things that your soul, your intuition is leading you into and work with those ego parts, work with the parts of you that are trying to protect you, that are trying to keep you safe, work with them so that there's more space for you to welcome in the woman that you are becoming. One of the things that I, you know, talk about quite a lot with my individual clients, um, is that I truly believe our body is the gateway into helping us bring in the things that we desire. And it's also the gateway into helping us really, you know, let go of the energy that is not serving us, that's stuck in our body so that we can welcome in the person that we are becoming. So through the work that I do, it's all about actually helping the body unburden so that there's space for this new vibration, for this new becoming to land in your body and to become solidified in your body. If you've never heard of quantum meditation, um, I definitely recommend you learn more about it. Um, It is something I will actually probably create a separate podcast episode on because there's a lot to talk about as it relates to this. Um, and I also, you know, I'll offer up a resource. Joe Dispenza is someone who talks a lot about, um, quantum meditation. He has books out about it. And so he's a really great resource to learn more if you're interested. Also this Thursday, May 16th at 3 PM Mountain Standard Time, I am going to be holding an interactive workshop online, and this is for female entrepreneurs 
who have a business and who are in the space where, you know, they've applied strategies, you know, they've, they've done all the formulas, um, you know, they do a lot of internal work, but they're still really not finding the success that they're desiring for themselves in their business. They're coming up against energetic blocks that show up. There's maybe a discrepancy between what they know about themselves and how they feel about themselves. And so this workshop is really going to dive into how you can alchemically really transform some of these stuck points, some of these obstacles, and really go from contraction into expansion. And I am going to be talking about the quantum realm. I am going to be talking about doing this work with the ego parts. Um, I'm going to be going deep into all of these spaces. And this isn't going to be on slides. This is going to be really an opportunity for you to show up to talk to me individually about what's going on with you. And we're just going to have a really deep dive into all of these things. Um, so I highly recommend it if you want to learn more about this. And specifically, if you're a place in your business where you've already done a ton of work, where you know a lot about marketing and strategies, but you're just not finding your way into your next leadership level in your business and in your life, then you'll definitely want to check out this webinar. So you can go to www.anakinkela.com and there's going to be a registration link right on the main page and um, you can sign up and I'll see you on Thursday. That's what I had for you today. If you found benefit from this podcast and it made you think it inspired you in some way, I invite you to leave us a written review on iTunes. It helps this podcast so much. So I'd be ever so grateful if you did that. And thank you for joining us today. We'll see you again soon.